it's fry. I am Yay. loving it. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Joe's loving it. It's he's been, Friday. He's been Friday. having a bit. Getting down on Friday. Fantastic day. Yeah. Partying, partying. Yeah. Partying, partying. I don't even remember all that. I've, I've tried to black out as much of, uh, what is it, Rebecca Black? What's Rebecca Black. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If you're going to go bubblegum pop, yeah. you take that bubblegum and own it. That's what I say. She did. She owned yes. it. She chewed it. She spit it out. She put it under someone's desk and left it there. I think what I'm going to do to get Party in the USA out of my head is watch the video after we finish the show today. Is to watch the Rebecca Black video? Yes. You're going to do that yes. to yourself? Yes. Abso-freaking-lutely. It's an invasive procedure, <laughs> but I think it'll be successful. You clearly don't value your ears. Party in the USA has been in my head on and off since Memorial Day. This is true. I'm dead serious. I know. I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> I woke up and there was a... There was just, there was an apparition of Miley Cyrus at the foot of my bed. She's been haunting you That's for a long time. That's how bad it is. She came in like a wrecking <laughs> ball, and she will not leave you alone. What? You, you, <laughs> hey, listen, it's, it's a different song, at least. Okay. If you get that in your I'll head. I'll take it. We've been hearing rumors for quite a while, Joe, that mm. they were going to try and pull off the impossible. And what would that be? Which is to have a new Roseanne show without any Roseanne involvement whatsoever. Right. And if the rumors are true, my premonition that they would Valerie her is true. It came to fruition. It sounds like that's what yes. they're going to do. So ABC yesterday announced that they have picked up the Connors. I don't even know if that's going to be the final title. That's what they're calling it as of right now. Mm -hmm. um, and it will have no <clears throat> financial or creative connection to Roseanne herself. But do you still think, or do you think rather, not still think, do you think that there's going to be any type of uh, legal pushback? I think there will be. No. Really? Because... She signed something away. She said, I regret the circumstances that have caused me to be removed from Roseanne. I agreed to the settlement in oh. order that 200 jobs of beloved cast and crew could be saved. And I wish the best for everyone involved. So she signed off. Right. You got, you got to hand it to her. She took the high road yeah. on that and she took it well. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and whether or not she really feels that way on paper, it is the right thing to do. Well, so she signed off on it saying that she wanted to save the job of the 200, mm -hmm. you know, cast and crew right. members or whatever. But I don't know that if it's that it's necessarily going to really save people for that long. So the, the spinoff is not going to come back until September. Mm -hmm. There's going to be 10 episodes. It'll mm -hmm. still be on Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock. Right. And the description suggests what you thought it was, which was the Valerie Harpering of the show. Mm -hmm. Um they said Roseanne Connor has, uh, oh, sorry, it's, the description is, after a sudden turn of events, dun, dun, dun! the Connors are forced to face the daily struggles of life in Lanford in a way they never have before. Roseanne That's gonna die. That's part two. She gonna die. Dan, Jackie, Darlene, Becky, and DJ grapple with parenthood, dating, and unexpected pregnancy, financial pressures, aging, and in-laws in working-class America. I have a theory how they do it. Okay. Um, a T-800 comes back in time. <laughs> you really like that theory. And <laughs> instead of Sarah Connor, uh -huh. it terminates the wrong female Connor. Oh! Christian Bale comes out and he's just yelling at everybody. Oh, good for you, now, I DJ. Think I'm going to throw a theory out there. 
and uh, it's because now this is evidence to support the theory, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think there is a Roseanne multiverse. Oh. Okay. <laughs> There's going to be more than one. Yes. This is Roseanne <laughs> Infinity War happening. And here's why. There is a dimension where Dan is dead. That's true. This You're one, right. In this universe, he's alive and Roseanne's dead. And there's two Beckys. I... When you say when you lay it out that yes. way, you're right. Yes, which there means there is a Roseanne multiverse. Agent Coulson is probably alive in this one. Who knew? This is amazing. This is if you look at it that way, it's so easy to digest. You've cracked so the easy. code. Yes. Here's the deal: when this show, whether it ends up being called The Connors or something else, comes mm. back in September, if you liked. The Roseanne Show, mm -hmm. if you were a fan of it. Usually what was interesting or entertaining about the show was how the other characters interacted with Roseanne. Mm -hmm. When they were just interacting with each other, it wasn't quite right. as good, but it was how her husband is with her, how her daughters are with her, how her sisters are with her. Everything was more interesting because of their interactions with her. Right. And when you take her out of the equation, I don't think we really care that much about the other family well, members. Well, see, I've never been a huge Roseanne fan. Yeah. The one thing that I did like about the show when I did catch it was there was a loving snark going yeah, on. Yeah, that's a good way to Between her and her family members. And so, yes, I absolutely support your role. But in this Roseanne universe, if Loki comes back and he's the god of mischief, <laughs> I think everything will be fine. Either that, or maybe this is the same universe that Valerie occurred in, which is why Roseanne's dead, and Jason Bateman will come in and save the show. It's very simple, Sarah. Oh, so simple. Mm. You really have actually figured out I quite did, a bit. I thought a lot about it. Yeah, you did. Yes. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I, I didn't think that they were actually going to try and make this happen as cl I thought they would maybe try and find other jobs for these actors because they felt right. bad about how this went down. But I didn't think they were truly going to pull off the, these are the exact same characters in the exact same house, living the exact same lives. We're just killing Roseanne. Right. Well, I think ABC Disney is licking its wounds after everything that's happening in the Star Wars world. Mm -hmm. um, I think that they're really happy about what's happening in the Marvel world. Sure. I think that they are kind of scratching their head as to what's going on in every one of their properties. I think they're a little emboldened, and they're taking chances, and I think this is a chance that they're taking. Well, we shall see what's going to happen with that. We will also see what happens with the career of one Mr. Jonathan Depp. Hmm. He, oh, remember that guy? Yes. Remember? Remember when he was handsome and yeah. mysterious? His only and... worry in the world was getting upstaged by Greco. Come on. <laughs> really? Whether he was going to be busted in one of those high schools for not actually being yes. a high schooler. Wow, who's that 35-year-old high school guy that might be a cop <laughs> this week? I don't know. We better stop our students' drug smuggling ring. Why is he talking about paying taxes and mowing his lawn? That's not what high schoolers talk about. Cover blown. Oh, I've never seen a kid in high school complain about a prostate exam before. <laughs> oh, do you remember the Greco spinoff? Yes, I do remember the Greco spinoff. That was a hot mess, too. I don't know. You know what? I've always wanted Peter DeLuise to actually be involved in a Smoking the Bandit reboot. It's, that would be perfect. Playing what all the roles his dad played. Clearly.
Yes. I'm just saying. <laughs> Many things need to happen. Yeah. So you had the, the hot, mysterious Johnny Depp days, and then you moved into the I'm only going to play bizarre characters mm. days of Johnny Depp. And yeah. Where he and Tim Burton are just making out and yeah. making movies all the time. Johnny Depp became the yin for Tim Burton's yin. Yes. <laughs> they were pretty much the same <laughs> you know? person, two different bodies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but now he's reached a point in his career where um, he's kind of persona non grata. Like, people are really, they were really unhappy when they found out that he was in the new um, Harry Potter movies, right. the Fantastic Beasts and that whole spinoff mm -hmm. of the Harry Potter story before Harry Potter, right. like years and years before when Dumbledore was young and handsome and played by Jude Law. Um, <laughs> but that's the next one. Uh, but so nobody really wants to see him in a movie anymore. And he's right. still touring around with his band, but I don't even know if people really care about seeing his band. And so he decides to say yes to doing an in-depth article with Rolling Stone. Hmm. Mistake. Mistake. Right. He's kind of gone into this weird... Michael Jackson territory where he doesn't understand that the things that he's saying or doing are mm -hmm. wrong and I don't think he has enough people around him to tell him no and he according to this article is just spending money wildly on crazy things I mean he is a step right. away from Bubbles the Chimp and a Neverland Ranch mm -hmm. and so there was a reporter for Rolling Stone that spent it was either three days or a week, but he spent quite a bit of time with Johnny Depp. And he was actually shocked at some of the things that he was saying and or doing in front of him, mm -hmm. the reporter. And at one point, he was trying to leave the house, and he was terrified. Johnny Depp is leading him down this dark corridor, and then a guy opens the door with a hospital mask on, and the reporter was like, what the F? What is going on? Was it Dr. Giggles? <laughs> Let me out of your house. I don't understand what is happening. Uh -huh. And then Johnny Depp's like, oh, it's okay. It's my, that's my bodyguard. He just has the yes. flu, and I don't want to get his germs or whatever, yeah. so I make him wear the mask. You're, you can leave now I or have whatever. triple filtration air systems, <laughs> yeah, and I'm so filtration. afraid of SARS penetrating my home. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, he was making weird... Uh, racist jokes when the mm. reporter was there oh, yeah. and just saying things that he wished that people could still get away with and there was just a whole slew of things for instance he actually did um admit that he uses an earpiece in mm -hmm. movies now and he that's part of what he spends a crazy amount of money for mm -hmm. so he has a sound engineer who does two things for him hmm. one feeds him his lines okay he's like a marlon brando he doesn't want to memorize crap anymore <laughs> and he just wants someone to feed him his lines and two he wants the sound engineer to be playing sound effects in his head hmm. so that if they're getting close-ups of his face, you can really see emotion in his eyes. So if he's hearing babies crying and bombs going off in his earpiece, Dude. it reads as a truth to the camera. So he has to laugh. There's like armpit farts. Yeah, noises. exactly. Oh, like, I want to be a sound engineer. Farts are always funny. We're going to make Johnny Depp, Depp an actor. Can I be your sound guy? Like, when you need to laugh, I'll just record my seven-year-old going, but, yeah. poop. Now, he has had to do this before because he makes the mistake that many people have made, which is to hmm. get a tattoo that has something to do with the person you're dating and or married oh, to. Oh, yes. So he had the Winona Forever tattoo, and he was with Winona right. Ryder, and he changed that to Wino Forever with the wine bottle yes. and the grapes and all of that. Well, apparently he also just had a tattoo on his hand that read Slim, which was in reference to his uh, ex, Amber oh. Heard. Oh, he wasn't dating Fatboy Slim. <laughs> no, no, he was not. Okay. 
Um, and the whole Amber Heard story, obviously, is that he was abusive to her, uh -huh. physically, emotionally, all that sort of stuff. And so he has now changed the tattoo that was in reference to her from slim to scum. That's a no! good time. No! He missed the opera. Just add an E. Slime. Done! Oh! Joe, honestly. Yeah. I need to hook you up with Johnny Depp because you've yeah. got a million good Cause, ideas. Because then, because then it's like in his interview, he goes, "So you know, I've become this really big Nickelodeon fan <laughs> in my reclusive state, and I have direct TV, and I've been watching a lot of." Uh, and he could just have like yeah. green slime, like a tattoo of it yes, going down his arm. Absolutely, you can I get like Viacom it. to subsidize. Yes, come on, dude. Because he might need the money. Yeah. Media reports say that he spends thirty thousand dollars a month on wine and when the reporter asked him about it he said he found that uh factoid to be insulting because it's actually far more than that you know what here's the thing for that much money you could buy trader joe's right <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm just saying you know how much charles shaw you could have and in, in the back pantry yeah this is some three buck shit i like to can <laughs> i uh, kind of interest you in some vino sir <laughs> Come on. I enjoy your Johnny, your drunk, you like your drunk uh, pirate Johnny Depp action yeah. that's happening this that's, morning. That's what Johnny Depp sounds like yeah. in my head. That's not he coffee in Joe's no. cup this morning. He prepared no. for the show a different this is, way. You know, Sarah, this is, this is the, uh, the the Charles Shaw Pinot Noir. So <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm all out of the Merlot. Oh, I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to have what you're having this morning to get me wherever the hell you mm, are. Well. That would be nice. Um, do you think, Joe, that rebound relationships are ever a good idea? No. But they're fun until they fall apart. Rebound. Yeah. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they work. Mm. It's usually accidentally because you're an emotional mess. They're an emotional mess. You're not ready for a new relationship. but you're And you feed off of each other's dysfunction yes, at the time. Yes, you do. And, it, and it, you know what? Here's the thing. It's like eating candy. It just feels good. You're commiserating right. how much love sucks, and you're kind of falling in love mm -hmm. with them. And, oh, my goodness. And you bitch about each other's exes. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. But what you don't realize is that soon you'll be bitching about each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The old adage of the fastest way to give, get over somebody is to right. get under somebody else is not necessarily yeah. a good idea. The only time that it is a good idea is if you have a Mr. T-bound. And that's when you start dating Mr. T after you get out of a long-term relationship. Is he single? I'll try that. Because you know how many times you get to watch Rocky Three? Oh, 18? that's true. It's phenomenal. That is true. And every now and then, Dirk Benedict will drop by in his Corvette. It's nice. It's the best dating you can ever do. Uh, hey, Joe, you want to go out and have a couple's night tonight? <laughs> yeah, Mr. T, why not? Well, let me, let me trim out my mohawk. By the way, it's called a Mohican. I pity the fool yeah. that doesn't hold the door open for a lady. Yeah. So, um, you know, Mr. T, you, you, you look like, you know, you look like you're in some discomfort. Well, how would you describe it? Pain. Nothing but pain. <laughs> Come on. I take it you're a big fan. Oh, my goodness. Mr. T is one of the, please, he's an American treasure. Please show up one day wearing a whole bunch of Mr. T chains. Can you make that oh, happen? You know what? There was only one thing better than Mr. T. That was the Mr. T episode of Different Strokes. Oh. When Arnold was idolizing Mr. T and then he got the wig and yes. then the chains. and. It was two worlds, again, two universes come together, just like in Roseanne. I love it. I love it. Well, on Sunday's Today Show, Willie Geist was doing a sit-down interview with Blake Shelton, mm -hmm. who is currently with uh, Gwen, Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Yes. And a lot of people are like, her? Huh? 
Why did these two, I don't, they just happen to both be working on The Voice at the same time right. and both be, both of them were going through a divorce at exactly the same time. I know. And did they talk about any of her bikini line work or anything like that? Why, why do you know something? Well, because ever since Gavin Rossdale's been out of the picture, it's been a while that she had any bush in her life. Uh, I've no. been sitting on that for 12 oh, hours. Oh, you saw the story last night. You're like, oh my God, oh. we're going to talk about it on the show and I can make a oh, you, and, you know, and you bit on the setup. I'm like, oh my God, Sarah like, is no, latching onto the this setup. This is going to happen. Oh. I just, whoo. All right. But yes, uh, he, uh, Blake Shelton admitted to Willie Geist that when he and Gwen Stefani got together, it was 100% mm. a rebound and he didn't think it was going to go any damn where he was just excited that he got to hook up with Quinn what well, you know what and, and see what was happening and, under that. Well exactly. And hence my Gavin Rossdale joke. Yes. But you know, it's funny if you you know, I never really watched the show, but uh, at the time, being on a morning radio show, you were you were given this news quite a bit, mm -hmm. and there were all these videos of the way they would look at each other yes. on the set and the way they would googly eye each oh, other. Oh, it was out. And it was it was almost as if it was like that couple weeks after he promposed her, but before the prom. <laughs> you know, the anticipation and yeah. everything. So I. <laughs> So, yeah, he didn't think it was going to work out really at all, but they've been together for three years yeah. now, which is crazy. And he's like, it just got better and better and better. And we mm. just sort of like stumbled into something that actually worked. I, I, you know what? I really, I love them together. I, I think they're, they're, they're adorbs, but absolutely gorgeous at the same time. Yes. Right? More her than him, but yes. Right. I would say so. I would tend mm. to agree. Are you a Breaking Bad slash Better Call Saul fan? Yes, I have to catch up on Better Call Saul. Okay. I do love the franchise. Yes. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that to me is all, it's just good television. Bob Odenkirk, he was kind of a surprise for me because he's, he's even more than you originally thought. He's so good. Right. And if you were a show of Mr. Sh I mean, a fan, a show of Mr. Fan, right. a fan of Mr. Show, you know, he, he and David Cross right. were amazing together. And he's also very good in The Incredibles, too, Electric Boogaloo. But he's good at the dramatic stuff. He's not just a yeah. funny guy. He's actually good at yeah. the dramatic stuff. Well, there is going to be a season four of Better Call Saul, and there's big news about who or what could be coming over from the Breaking Bad universe into Better Call Saul. Uh. We will tell you when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake.
At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. Hanging out here with Joe. Yes. Oh, Joe. Joe Are we Santos. really hanging? Because we're standing. Uh, can you not hang out with someone if you're standing? I, I don't know. Can you only hang out if you're sitting? Well, you know. This is new. Craig Foley came in and said, you guys need to get some chairs. Oh, he has to get some bar stools. He feels uh, uncomfortable that we stand. Yeah, I mean, but, but standing desks are <laughs> but all we the can rage. Do this. Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, the Tim Cook said that uh, sitting is a cancer. Well, it's true. Yeah. They uh, the everything that I've been hearing recently is yeah, yeah. We all know smoking is bad for you. Most people mm -hmm. are trying to get that under control. Yeah. We all know drinking is bad for you. Also working on that, we know that high-fat foods are bad right. for you, and sugar, and you know, glycemic index, obesity is all bad for you. Mm -hmm. But the new hotness, as far as uh, you know, what's going to kill you the fastest, is um, sitting on your ass, mm -hmm. and that sitting is so and so many people for their jobs mm -hmm. day in and day out you got to sit yeah what are you gonna do right and i get criticized all the time i mean we have a little donkey at the house and um <laughs> i'm always being told stop sitting on that ass back it up right it's good advice yeah yeah um I mean, I guess you could do butt exercises at mm -hmm. your desk where yeah. you're just kind of like clenching clench. your cheeks clench, yeah. uh, clench, clench, they're like uh, butt clench. kegels and I know that some people have tried the thing where they have the little foot uh, bicycle thing. Oh, yeah. And, well, so they can move their legs at their yeah. desk or sit on a big blow-up ball. I like the so uh, the treadmills with the, uh, the laptop. The standing mm. treadmill desks. Yes. I actually think that's a good idea. I feel like sometimes I do some of my best thinking when I'm on a walk. Really? Yeah. It's either shower or going for a walk. Shower. It? Yeah. Absolutely shower. Shower time. And mowing the lawn. Oh, I can see how uh, that would do it. But you know what? In my ideal world, I would have a riding motor mower with uh, mm -hmm. no seat on it. it. Would have a toilet on it because then I can combine <laughs> all the places the where long I do awesome thinking, pooping thinking, yeah. and then actually mm -hmm. making your lawn look perfect. It, it is. It's unfortunately though, it's unsafe to read a newspaper while you're mowing the lawn. This so is true. That, but maybe Joe, maybe mm. they'll start doing it like a Roomba or like the self-driving cars. They do have those. They have self-driving. Um, they have riding lawn buzz. Yeah. They, I'm dead serious. They have Roomba lawnmowers? Yeah. yeah. Get the, what the? Yeah. How did I not know this was a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. How long it's is a thing. That, how long is that, have they been out? Uh, they've been out for a while. Nobody knows how well they work. <laughs> but, right? You know. And so you just, Right. Oh, I would imagine, yeah, because the little disc would be like, ugh, then it comes back down. Yeah. You have to have a really nice, just flat, easy lawn mm -hmm. for it to go after. The, the problem is, is that when Skynet kicks in, I don't want anything in my yard with a blade that spins around, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, what Very the hell? The lawnmower's true. attacking me. Oh, oh, boy. 
So before the break, we were talking about Better Call Saul because mm. you were a Breaking Bad Better Call Saul fan. Right. And there's been news this week about season four of the mm -hmm. show. It's going to come back. There's going to be ten episodes. You've definitely got, uh, obviously, Odenkirk coming back. Mm -hmm. But then people were wondering what other things might actually be coming to the show. And they're teasing, at some point, we may see Jesse Pinkman. I would love to see Jesse Pinkman. Which would be incredible, especially if that the the early. Oh, <laughs> there goes my earpiece. Uh, let's let's do this. Here we go. Can you get it? Uh, yeah, there it goes. Yeah. Oh, the nice. uh, you know, um, I would love to see the early Jesse Pinkman because okay. you know, in Breaking Bad, he starts out and he's yeah. you know very yo 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 bitch, you know, <laughs> yes. and by the end of the show, he's he's a little bit more refined, mm -hmm. and it turns out between Heisenberg and Jesse Pinkman. Mm -hmm. He turns out really to be, you know, ironically enough, a moral compass for the show because True. everything is equal, you know, and he really does the job of balancing out Heisenberg. So I'm just saying. So they were teasing, the producers of the show were teasing what else might be happening, mm -hmm. what else might be coming from the Breaking Bad universe into Better Call Saul, which takes mm -hmm. place before the events. Of Breaking yes, Bad. It's, it's a prequel series yes. that actually works. So they said there's a very important character that's going to be coming over, Lalo. And people were like, so ha who? I don't, mm -hmm. what? Well, I think really, if they're going to move, every, they should move Stitch over. Because you can't have Lalo and, without that's Stitch. True. That's true. It's know. so cute. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. Yeah, well, if, if you remember Saul's first ever episode on Breaking Bad, which happened in season two, episode eight, where yeah. he's held at gunpoint by Walt and Jesse. Mm -hmm. And at first he says he believes them to have been sent by someone. He's like, did Lalo send you? Were you mm -hmm. sent by Lalo? And they were like, what? Huh? No, that's not who. And so... Apparently, this is a very dangerous, very important character that we didn't get to see on mm -hmm. Breaking Bad, but was only mentioned out loud. But in Better Call Saul, which takes place beforehand, you're going to see him, they're going to explain him, and so right. you understand why Saul would know about said character and be afraid of said character. And, you know, I hope they don't solo this to the point where they over-explain oh, the character. Oh, boy. Because he starts out mysterious. Keep him mysterious. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. Just saying. There is a reboot happening that was a show that I loved. I'm not sure how they're going to do it now. But uh, yeah. MTV <laughs> is bringing back 90s cartoon extraordinaire Daria. Yes, the Beavis and Butthead spinoff. <laughs> You're right, it was. Yeah. Which, it was fantastic at the time, but she's so 90s. So I mean, look at the outfit, right. first it's, of all. It, she's very Lilith fair. Yes. And, uh... So I have a question kind for of like you. Janine Garofalo, who I always yes, think, I always absolutely. thought that's who voiced her, but it's not. No. I don't even know who it is. But yeah, I I have a question for you. So the first thing I thought when I saw the story mm -hmm. was that you know Daria may, aside from Beavis and Butthead, mm -hmm. may be the Rocky and Bullwinkle of the '90s because it's such a '90s show. Yes. To take it out of that context, we I would know. have to have a Clinton back in office. <laughs> They're, so MTV's got this new division where they're just going to reboot a bunch of crap. They're bringing, right. back the, we're bringing back the real world. Mm -hmm. They're bringing back Daria. Um, Eon Flux, Aeon Flux, which yeah. one do you say? Aeon Flux. Aeon. Um, yeah. They thought, well, the live-action version with Charlize Theron was such a hot mess. Let's go back to just doing the animated version, yeah. which was really well, good. I hear what they're going to do is they're going to have a whole bunch of kids smoking pot and going out for cigarette breaks while they're in high school, and they're going to call it <laughs> High on Flux. Yeah. Right. One could only hope. Yes. 
that would be uh, amazing. So yeah, so they're bringing back all this stuff. And I know that there's a lot of nostalgia in the, this world, but sometimes, mm -hmm. and we've had to say this so many flipping times, things are good in the time period that they initially yes, existed absolutely. and they don't make sense now. Because for Daria to work, we would have to have, you know, Lollapalooza back, like the original Lollapalooza. Right. Um, we would have to have Bill Clinton having an affair, right? I know. We would have to have, you know, wars. Oh, we got wars. <laughs> um, there is a movie coming out that is sort of an extended version of a bunch of internet shorts that people loved. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen any of the, the Uncle Drew things online no. with Kyrie Irving where he dresses up like an old guy and no. then he'll like go out to play a pickup game of basketball and school the young kids yeah. and they're like whoa huh? well, I've, I've seen a couple shares on that yeah. but you know that's such a to me it's kind of like this johnny knoxville is, <laughs> you know yeah. thing and it so but they they've been so popular that they decided to stretch it out and try and make mm -hmm. a whole movie out of it and they got reggie miller and Shaq and lisa leslie and a whole bunch of people mm -hmm. Um, Tiffany Haddish is also going to be in the movie, and then they needed a villain, and they're like, okay, let's have, um, let's have Nick Kroll be the villain in the movie. Let's pick a short white guy <laughs> to be the villain in our right. basketball movie. I, you know what, and I think this will be successful. I think anything that has a cult following, yeah. regardless of what the reviewers say, that core following will go out. And and see the movie, which yeah. is basically why Dan Cook has a career, <laughs> not uh, or really had so a career. No, it's why it's why all these like millennials back when they were eighteen and nineteen went to go see planes. <laughs> you know. So while Nick Kroll was just on this week with Jimmy Kimmel doing promotion for Uncle Drew, he was talking about how he did a pickup game with Kyrie Irving, mm. and he was defending him. And then something happened on Kimmel that nobody expected. So check it out. You don't think I'd hold up well against Kyrie? <laughs> so I, I literally was like, I know I'm not in the NBA, but you know, I was pretty good on my Jewish day school team. <laughs> uh, there we go. I was like, I think I can hold my own. So we start, we start playing, and uh, and I was like, I can, I think I can do this. I just gotta like stay low to the ground. I started playing defense against him, you know. Or, or the first time. I went up. Uh, I went up for a layup. He tried to block it, and he missed it, and I scored on him. Oh, that's a bad and idea. I was, right? yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I was kind of like, I had a feeling. You know what I mean? Like, I know I went the comedy route, but if I had just done a little more, I think I could have. I had a feeling, and I started like, so now I'm cocky. I'm going back on defense, and I'm playing. I was like, I got Kyrie. I got Kyrie. <laughs> And so I'm like, all right. And I like D him up. I get up and I'm like, I'm hitting the ground. I'm, oh, I just fully split my fans. <laughs> I fully just split my fans. That's defense. So, uh, so, anyway. <laughs> Um, wouldn't, that, wouldn't it have been amazing if there was a full-on poop stain? <laughs> <laughs>
I, he's actually also lucky that he was wearing gray underwear because right. you almost couldn't see the difference between his underwear and his pants, but then they zoomed in on his butt. See, what I want to design is I want to design boxers that, mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, they have photorealistic artwork you can put yeah. on fabric now. Mm -hmm. And um, so a lot of this you see in a lot of those, you know, those Under Armour shirts and stuff like that. You can get, like, you know, this mural of Captain America if you want. <laughs> I want to have boxers that have a crack, like a hairy crack, <laughs> you know, on them. So, like, you can either walk, and of course, it, you, you get them, like, matching your skin tone. Yes. And then, you know, you can either just walk around, like, because, you know what, you want, here, let me give you a page out of the Joe Santos playbook. Oh, well. Is, um, you know, sometimes when solicitors, especially Jehovah's if you're a Jehovah's Witness, I, I get it. That's your belief system, and I'm not, you know, slamming on that. I'm slamming having to get up off the sofa, you know, when I'm having my Joe time, where I got my hand tucked in the waistband. No, no, not that Joe time! But, you know, and I'm just kind of relaxing, you know, and... You know, and I got a beer stain in my tank top and stuff. One of my plays is if they come to the door, I always answer in my, un even if I have pants on, I'll take them off and answer in my underwear like it's nothing. Like, <laughs> hey, hi, can I help you? And they do not want to have a conversation no. with you. Feel free to take it and run with it. Yeah. So. All right. When we get back on Pop That Culture, we are going to stick with butts for a minute mm. and celebrity butts mm. and what they like to do together. Ooh, doing the butt. Doing the butt, sexy, sexy. Next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure where we try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I'm Sarah. And I'm Joe. Join us on Facebook, won't you? Mm -hmm. At Pop That Culture Detroit. Yeah, we made uh, an attempt 
to celebrate National Selfie Day mm. yesterday, mm -hmm. and it was spectacular. Mm. So if you want to see that, please enjoy at Pop That Culture Detroit yes. and check that out. Um, so we were just talking about how Nick Kroll had an interesting experience when he was a guest on Jimmy Kimmel, mm -hmm. uh, and I think it was Wednesday, but then on Tuesday, some of his guests were Martin Short and Steve Martin, mm -hmm. who decided to let everybody know that they like to have special parties yeah. with them plus Tom Hanks and another one of their friends, where they do uh, colonoscopy prep together. Mm. It's just one big poop party Yeah, where they go and they eat jello and they <laughs> drink the shakes stuff that you have to drink to yeah. uh, prep for the next yeah, day. Yeah, make sure you're clean in there. Yeah. Yeah, and make the, sure you use a bidet. The rooter to the tutor. Well, they mm. said, and I, I hope they were kidding. They were probably were kidding because mm. they're comedians, but that um, Steve Martin in his house, although he's a wealthy man, only has one bathroom. No. Don't invite four dudes over to poop it out for no. however long the process takes with one bathroom. That's mean and smelly. No, one bathroom. That should never happen. Oh, my gosh. Yes. But they, they call it uh, Colonoscopy Eve, and it's, you know, catered for them, and they all hang out. Catered. And that <laughs> by 10 p.m., they say that Steve Martin's bathroom is like day 14 of a carnival cruise, and it's just really Oh, <laughs> Gross. <laughs> disgusting uh, or not unlike a Jackson Pollock uh, you know scene up in there but yeah when you're <laughs> friends you bond yes, <laughs> and these are the things that you do together oh my goodness yeah you know but that's that's two of the uh, Los Tres Amigos <laughs> yes it is uh, yesterday on the show we were talking about how for some reason Millennials have a hard time tipping right they are or maybe it's two days ago but regardless they are the largest percentage of people that leave no tip mm -hmm. and then most of the time will only go as high as 15% right. in their tips guess who's not a millennial though hmm. I'm pretty sure he's aged out of it yes. 50% so are you saying that he tips 50% uh, only when it's your birthday it's your birthday it. it's your birthday <laughs> one more time it's your birthday. That's what I thought. It's actually my sister's birthday. Oh, hey! happy birthday, Janae. Janae. Uh, yes, he was out recently, and uh, the bill came to $200, and so 50 decided to tip $300. That's, I love that. You know who else is an amazing tipper is uh, Kid Rock. Just, is, just yeah. the tip? How, how do you know that? Because it's been in the news. Oh. That, you know, he'll he'll eat at, you know, just regular casual dining restaurants. And uh, he will, especially if you're hustling, he will tip you every day <laughs> I'm hustling. He'll, he'll tip very well. Yes. Good job, Fiddy. Good job, everybody who leaves a bazillion dollars mm -hmm. on. A, when when your tip hard. is even more than the bill itself, I mean, that mm -hmm. is, you are a baller. Uh, there was a video online that was freaking people out, and rightly so. I believe mm. David was the first to inform us about it yesterday. Oh. And then once I saw it, I was like, son of a bitch, Dave, you were right. <laughs> that, was, that was crazy. I've uh. never seen anything quite like it. Um, there was a priest who I believe is about two days away from death. He mm. looks to be about 105. Mm -hmm. And a baby. Judas priest? Yeah. Rob Halford is doing christenings? Correct. Oh, he's got another thing coming. So they were trying to baptize the baby. The baby mm. was doing what teeny tiny babies often do, which is just crying, crying, crying. Right. You don't know why, and you can't necessarily make it better. I changed him. I fed him. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's because the crypt keeper was near him and touching him <laughs> that the baby was upset. Right. But but uh, the video will take a turn. 
So watch what happens when this priest tries to get a baby to stop crying. Hands off my cat! Oh my god! So this was initially posted on Reddit, I believe. Mm. And there's not that much information about necessarily, you know, which church or who these people mm -hmm. are because people want to track them down. Right. And there, one person wrote, if that's my son, I'd have hit the priest so hard that even God would prefer staying out of this. Right. I mean, people were, yeah. it's hard to watch. You know, it, it's very difficult to watch. And I, you know, I think, I mean, I hate to say it, that this guy just needs to be retired. Yes! You know, he, yes! he really is, he's detached from the way things are, and I don't think there's any, I don't care if you're the clergy, I don't care, you know, if um, <laughs> you don't like kids. You can't do that! It's part of your job, bro. You've got to know that there are certain lines that you don't cross. Right. And, and at, at that age, what, have you done like 40, 50,000 christenings? So yeah. what? What happened? It's like, what is a 10% slapping a baby acceptable with that number? What's going on? I don't know. <sighs> that went. So we'll see if there's any update on that story, if people figure out who the guy is, if he does finally step away, mm. or, you know, if he's reprimanded at any point, but probably not. Right. He probably won't remember. It seems to go it. in the church. What? You said what? I hit a kid? What are you, what are you what? Oh, about? I don't remember. What? And then I tried smothering him with my giant hand. <laughs> Did you see that part of the video? It was. His, his hand is huge, Yeah, too. if I were the He's mom, I would have. Some meat hooks in there. Yeah. Terrifying. I also don't want to scare you too much, Joe. Why? Brace yourself. Are we going to talk about hereditary? No. no. Hold on mm. to your cup. With my Love cold, it. dead hands. Caress it. But oh. apparently, your morning cup of coffee could soon be in danger. <gasps> it's okay. It's and no, 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 if it's the okay. industry doesn't adapt in time, Joe, it could be a luxury that most people may not be able to afford coming up in the future. No, 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 no. Get a hold of Get a hold of Stop crying. Sarah didn't mean to. Sarah didn't mean to scare you. Oh, don't slap your baby. What have I done? <laughs> Joe! That was horrifying! You get out of here! No, it's all right. It's all right, that. baby. D it's all I right. Didn't, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I... So there was a reporter who did uh, a big visit with the guy who's stepping down as the head of Starbucks mm -hmm. to possibly run for president. We'll see mm. if that happens. And he was saying that uh, there is a problem and... Climate change is playing a big role in what's going to happen to the coffee industry right. and that not enough is being done about it. Starbucks is trying to reel it in and help out, but with climate change and then drought or um, things happening with bugs dying off that are the ones that usually pollinate the plants right. that it's, they it, need. That's one of the things that, you know, when people talk about bees, a lot of people go, I don't like bees. Well, no, dude, no bees, no food. You know, it's third grade science. It's the birds and the bees, if you catch mm -hmm. my drift. And, um, you know, ain't nothing but a bee thing, baby. baby. 
Yeah, government's reacting slowly, and the Starbucks guy is like, you need to get on this, because mm -hmm. if things keep going the way that they're going, there's a lot of land which is used now for so much of the coffee that's exported yeah. throughout the world that will be useless by 2050. It won't be useless. We'll put strip malls on it. Everything <laughs> will be okay. And I really want to see him become the president, because one day he'll pop into the UN, and he'll have to get Boutros Boutros Gali a cup of coffee, and I'll spell the name wrong. <laughs> Is that golly Good. with an E? Yeah. How do you, I like don't. Like G-O-L-L-Y, like Gomer <laughs> Pyle? What's the deal, Boutros, man? Yes. Uh, yep, they said rising temperatures bring drought, increase the range of diseases that kill large swaths of insects, mm -hmm. and half the land around the world could be useless. All of that is coming, Joe. Yeah. What are you going to, like, if coffee becomes really expensive, will you just find a new crack to get you through the day? Hell no. Or will you enact some sort of savings plan so you can make sure that no. you can buy the, the luxury of coffee every day? Here, stop well, your venti you know, veranda or pike, if you like pike, mm -hmm. um, especially double cupped, you'll be able to apply for 90 days, same as cash financing, <laughs> you know, and hopefully they'll pass legislation so it doesn't even count as a uh, ding on your credit, just for the inquiry. Are you going to put yeah. coffee on layaway? Oh, hell yeah, I'll put it on layaway. <laughs> what it'll be, it'll be like, you'll have, it'll be like the mug club at a brewery. Oh. You'll come in, you'll grab your paper, start, you go, mm. Mm. Oh. okay, put this back on the shelf. I'll come back and finish this on Friday. <laughs> Oh, delicious. Things are going well for a different industry right now. That's the Fortnite industry. Oh, yeah. They made $100 million on iOS in just 90 days, which is a lot of money for a free game. Mm -hmm. Incredible. People, I guess, are spending money because they want... It doesn't affect the game, but they want to—they buy costumes yes. and things, so they just want to look cool while they're playing it, and that's what they're spending their money well, on. Well, you know, if you're a gamer, <coughs> in a lot of these games, like, you know, economies develop where things that are sought after in the game become important, and mm -hmm. there's a lot of trading going on. And then sometimes you get off the reservation, you're <laughs> buying stuff on eBay for this game, and it becomes like crack, and next thing you're buying coffee for the game, and it's really expensive. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, uh, I am not a gamer. But uh, this thing is just, it, it, almost, it almost makes me want to try. Mm. That might be something we can do. Much like they have Conan tape a bunch of bits where he's mm. the clueless gamer and they're trying to explain video games. Right. So maybe you and Dave and Andy can try and explain video you know, games. Let me explain my gaming story. Like when coming up, I was huge into video games. Yeah. I loved it. That's because there was like one or two buttons, tops. Right. And like one joystick. Yeah. Where you lost me was when you had to do like all these button combinations for your finishing move in Mortal Kombat. You're just kind of like, this is too much work now. You know, like, I saw, the, I saw the spot for Mortal Kombat, and I thought I'd be going to a rave where some guy's like, Mortal Kombat! And you dance around with other dudes for a while, and that would be the game. But no, it's like you got a finishing move, you got to pull somebody's head out, and the whole spine comes out with it, and dude freezes you, some, some chick dressed up in a leotard kicks your ass. Always. No fun, no so fun. So Fortnite, like, a lot of, like, celebrities are playing. I mean, there's some big mm. ones that um, were playing just by themselves. I mean, Drake was just like, I'm going to stream this and was playing. Really? But then uh, during E3, they had a Pro-Am tournament and people like... A Pro-Am? Joe McHale was playing. Okay. Xavier Woods, Reggie nice. Jackson. Uh, Tito Jackson. Tito Jackson was there. <laughs> Jermaine Jackson. <laughs> Little Yachty was there. Little oh Yachty? Oh my gosh. Oh Nikki. my God. Was Little Pump there too? Was Little Pump there? Little Pump was nowhere to be found. <laughs> oh my goodness. He was probably at the Little Well. Just saying. 
I kind of wish that was your rap name. You should be Little Yachty. Little Yachty. You do have a, the captain's hat. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I should wear that next week. Please. You know what? They should just make a Michigan version, specifically a Metro Detroit version called okay. Fort Street Night. And it's where you go. You head down river, and that's where all the hijinks ensue. Mm. We can make it happen. Yeah. We Takes know. place. We have a virtual Wyandotte waiting for you. Yeah. It'll be amazing. <laughs> Who wouldn't want it? <laughs> There is another technology that is coming that they, I'm not sure that this is necessary. I love it. Uh, do you? I love it because now my wife can go, hey, where's your phone? I don't know. This is what I'm worried about. All right. So apparently there could be a standardized digital car key coming mm -hmm. soon. And they already have it now, I think, where, I mean, you can use your phone to help, like, unlock your car. Mm -hmm. um, but where they would want it to be across all car companies, one sort of standard platform. Mm -hmm. But I don't understand how it would then work just for your car. And, like, I guess you'd still have to have a code so somebody else couldn't come up and unlock your car right. with their phone. Well, somebody will hack it. You know it will. Well, uh, right. You know, That's I mean. the thing. And, yes, I misplace my keys sometimes. I also misplace my phone. What am I, completely screwed if I can't use my phone, which will become my key and the way to start my car, which well, is what they want to do? Well, here's the thing. It's not far off from having a smart key. Yeah. You'll be have a smart key, and it's in your pocket. You yeah. Know, it's, it's the same technology. They just build it into your Put phone. Put it in your phone. Just like your wallet and your camera I still, I kinda, <laughs> and your word I like processor. Having, I kind of like having a backup. I feel like they need uh, to still... They'll, yes, they'll yes, have a backup. I can use my phone, but I want to have the key. Yeah. for some reason and I, so I can get in my stupid car. Right, no, well, no, because here's the thing. They're going to have to have some type of backup because you're going to have to have, be able to put it in valet mode. Oh, or, I didn't even think right. about that, I mean, yeah. You're, or, or, you know, you're not going to give your phone to the oil no, change guy. No, you're right. Oh, so God, you're going to have, like, mechanic mode and valet mode and Depeche mode where your own personal Jesus drives up in your car and says, hey, man, here you go. Or would you still, would they still be making the cars with the buttons on the outside, which mine has, where you can push the code in? Is that what the valet people would have to do? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe you give them a thumbprint and there's a reader. Or oh, something like that it's and... like that. There yeah. is another technology that I am excited about that's being infused with cereal. Ooh, love it. And we will let you know about that when we get back on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. 
Community Channel on NewRadioMedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. The big movie, Jurassic Park. Mm. Jurassic Park World, the whole series, uh, coming out this weekend with their new one. And they had some promotional tie-ins, yes. as you would imagine. I don't think you're going to be able to get your hands on this one. I think they are all gone. They've all been bought oh. up. I don't even know if they've appeared on eBay it's, in the resale market they yet. They probably will. But they have Jurassic World Frosted Flakes boxes I that love have built-in video screens that play um, some behind-the-scenes materials about the movie and how they made the dinosaurs. This is the future. The future is now, and it's in your cereal box. This is so crazy. So they only made 200 of these. And then I think there were also special boxes of um, some Keebler cookies as well. Ooh. But the with the cereal boxes, like I said, like people can't find them anymore, but it's a 7-inch screen inside. Mm -hmm. And... Um, when I was a kid with cereal boxes, I think the craziest thing ever was when there was a, a record that you could cut out in the back of the box. Right. And then actually put it on a record player and it would play, which yeah. blew my mind. Or you could get sports cards, but you try to cut them out, but they'd always be crooked because you're a kid <laughs> and you've got those safety scissors and... Yeah. Boy. No, I think this is so cool, but I kind of feel like it was something where the adults probably took it all and no kid ever actually yeah. got to see this box. Right. You know what? I don't care what the technology is doing. Here's what's going to happen with this box. If you take the whole bag of cereal out to get the prize yeah. and you try to put it back in, it will never fit in the right way. <laughs> well, How about true. a cereal box that you can do that too? And it's still shaped like the box afterwards. <laughs> Screw the screen. I want a cereal box where you can stub it back in and it looks just like it was before mom realized you went fishing for the prize. Thank you. You feel better? Yeah, I'm going to step off my cereal box. Just a little bit and slide it in sideways. Is that what you do? Oh, Dave. So you wow. lay flat, you like squish it, it, and then you slide it in the box sideways. You don't try and put it in because up, down. You don't. Look at that. You slide it in sideways. Look at the IQ on him. I know. He's thinking outside the cereal box, Sarah. Look at the big braid on David. Woo! Love it. There is something else that I think has existed for at least a year now, but it was recently, there was a video that was posted online where people were freaking out because drones mm -hmm. now have flamethrower capabilities, mm -hmm. which Why sounds not? like something that you would get from a Bond villain, but it's real. Right. And there was a video of one, this one, I think it was actually being used professionally mm -hmm. to try and get some debris off of a power line. Mm -hmm. So here, enjoy this video, which is either awesome or terrifying, depending about how you feel on this technology. Ooh. 
Yeah, apparently, according to the website Gizmodo, it's a Chinese electric company deploys their flame-throwing mm. drones to clean stuff off of power lines that a construction guy would have had a hard time reaching. So I, they send in the drones. That's that's a genius idea. Do you know what would be more of an ingenious idea? Please. Is when I send up two more drones and one's got marshmallows, <laughs> the other one's got graham crackers, oh! and then another one comes up with chocolate. And you have sky s'mores. Sky but here's Joe, every time. I'm telling you. Every time Dave, with the domain, good ideas. SkySmores.com. SkySmores. We're making so, it. I, but here's the thing. Here's the flip side God. to that. The flip side, going back to the lawn Roomba, is when I, Skynet takes over. <laughs> yeah. you got a drone with flamethrowers. Yes. Dude. I've always ah. wanted to try a flamethrower. Where can I go to do that? Uh, it yeah, I wait. was going to say Vegas, because I know in Vegas you can go and you can play with construction equipment. Yeah. And, you know, Didn't Elon you Musk make one? Shoot. He did. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, so you know those, those, Joe, you may know what these are. Those things that you can seal your driveway with. Yes. Little, it was basically that, but in a, in a Was a you driveway know, uh, you know what? with Harbor a flamethrower? No, Harbor Freight has something that we can use as a flamethrower for. And you know what? Here's what we'll do. Is um, next time we're invited on the Friday Follies. We bring a flamethrower? I can't. Yeah, <laughs> we'll show it to Craig. Okay. Here's the thing. Craig is always the voice of reason, right? You've got 30 you know, seconds not to insult him today. Go yeah, ahead. no, that's if the, the crew leaves the mics where they belong after I finish <laughs> making off-collar jokes. <laughs> yes, exactly. But I think, see, Craig is our, he's our moral compass. He's our voice of reason. Yes. Bill is the passionate, you know, he's kind of like, sure. if, if this were, uh, what was that Pixar movie, Inside the Head? Oh, Inside Out? Inside Out. Uh-huh. See, Sarah and I would be the funny part of the brain. Mm -hmm. Bill would be the really passionate part of the brain. Yeah. Danielle would be the nurturing part of the brain. Uh, and Craig would be our common sense and moral compass part okay. of the brain. Just saying. So you get to have a two-hour visit with common sense and your moral compass mm. on the Craig Folly Show. Although also I'm hearing a full hour of the Follies today, which Ooh. you can enjoy that. Fantastic. And enjoy your weekend. We'll see you on Monday.